Welcome to Christian Financial Perspectives, where you're invited to gain insight, wisdom, and knowledge about how Christians integrate their faith, life, and finances with a biblical worldview. Here's your host, Christian investment advisor, financial planner, and coach, Bob Barber. Welcome to our 105th podcast for Christian Financial Perspectives and our first podcast of 2022. I hope you had a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And we are going to be coming at you with some great information this year because I want you to live this year with intention on purpose. I don't want you to go through 2022 just living a life of mediocrity and just going from day to day, but living each day with purpose in what God has for your life. And that's what we're going to talk today about. We're going to talk about hitting those New Year's resolutions, goals, and targets. And it's hard to believe we're in 2022. We uh, had a crazy year last year, 2021, it seemed like. It is. I'm kind of ready to move forward, Sean. I hope that COVID is about done. I'm ready to get on with life. And I believe that many others, millions around the world are ready for that too. They're ready to be able to get back together and give each other hugs and high fives and have parties together and not worry about getting COVID. Yeah, I agree. I think uh, people are still hoping that this can be considered no longer a pandemic, but I think the word's uh, endemic, so they call epidemic. it. Where, I think they're yeah, like, where, where yeah. it's more of like the, the flu. Each yeah. year, the flu, there's a bunch of different strains and of course, you know, you want to try to protect yourself from it, but it's, you know, just kind of business as usual to an extent. Yeah, exactly. So, well, we've got a top 10 New Year's resolutions list. And this is something that people set over and over again. It was from a bunch of surveys and, and polls that were done. And this is an order of importance, or at least the, the number of people who said yes. Yeah, so this like is one of the theirs. top one. That exactly. first one you're going to mention is going to be the most important mm-hmm. one. Eat healthier. <laughs> I can raise my hand to that one. I definitely want to eat healthier, especially after uh, coming off of Christmas, right? We mm-hmm. just all those cookies and sweets and high fat things. <laughs> well, it's, it's all the, the fun Christmas stuff. So, mm-hmm. And then uh, number two is get more exercise. The first three were actually tied as far as the percentage of respondents that said that that was something that they wanted to do. And then we've got another one, save money or save more money. Always a pretty popular one. I'm going to manage my budget this year. Yeah. Yeah. And then you've got focus on self-care, you know, could obviously mean a lot of different things. That's kind of the general category. Kind of goes along that line of get more exercise. Yeah. 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 And eat right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, maybe it's just, Hey, I'm going to take a little me time every once in a while and de-stress. So another one is read more always a good one. I'm kind of surprised by that one, but I'm glad to see that because yeah. it may not necessarily be a paper book. It may still be a, you know, a digital reader of some kind. That's true. But still, it's still good. So on their iPhones so much and in media reading, I, I believe has become a lost art. And I'm glad to see that that's in the top five, actually. I really like the reading. If you're not going to read on a paperback, at least if you have something that's one of those e-ink kind of a screens, because it it doesn't make your eyes tire, mm-hmm. and it, it reads more like a real book, which is definitely nice. Uh, another one is learn a new skill. Definitely can see that as being popular, even more so probably this past year. With so many people working from home, it's like, well, I need to learn a new skill. Maybe I can find a job I can work from home. Learn a new skill, especially with what plumbers and electricians charge, at least here in Central Texas, just to show yeah. up. They're like, 
that'd be two or three hundred dollars if I just show up at your front door. Oh goodness! So um, I'm like, learn how to do so, some. Of so maybe things. learn how to do plumbing or electrical work. And mm-hmm. on the electrical work, I would definitely say make sure you go through something that's accredited. Don't try to mess with the oh, electricity don't, 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 on your don't, own. <laughs> yeah, we don't. <laughs> just want a little disclaimer there. <laughs> there are some things I will always hire out. One of those is always if our metal roof needs fixing, I'm not getting up yeah. there. No matter what they charge, it's going to be cheaper than the hospital bill. So agreed, agreed. I'm the same way. I'm only in my third but I'm not going to try to replace a roof. <laughs> so another one would be make new friends. Definitely can understand that one. Sometimes it's hard to make new friends. Get a job or get a new job. No, Bob, I'm, I'm not one of those okay, looking good. for that one. I'm so glad, we're good. Uh, and we're down nearly to the end too. So I'm glad to hear that. Exactly. One. <laughs> Take up a new hobby and also focus more on relationships. So that's the top 10. I'm glad to see that one too, that the focus more on relationships. Those are relationships with our family members, especially. So researchers say about 60% of us make these new year's resolutions, Sean, but only 8% are actually successful in achieving them. Yeah. Wow. Why is that? Why, why is it every year we make these resolutions, but only 8% are successful in achieving them, I'm kind of sick. Well, I'm you glad, I'm glad you asked, Bob, because yeah. I, I kind of have the answer. <laughs> yes, you do. It, it helps when you can write things down, right? Yes, it does. So a famous Harvard Business School study from years ago found that 83 out of 100 people do not have any clearly defined goals or a target to aim at. 83 out of 100. Mm-hmm. Yep. Then we have, of the 17 people left that did have some goals, only three Three out of 100, only three of them actually ever wrote down their goals on a sheet of paper. So that's the key we're going to find, right? Mm-hmm. Is writing that down writing those it down. goals on paper. That's a little foreshadowing. So, so when Harvard concluded the study, the three out of the 100 people that had written goals were earning 10 times the income of the 83 people that didn't have any written goals. And they tended to be in both better health and have happier marriages. Wow. I know. They had 10 times. That's crazy. Yeah. That's why it's so important that we need to write down a goal and and have a target. You know, speaking of a target, not target the store, but target like, (laughs) okay, like a target. Like something um, you're going to aim for. Yeah. Something you're going to aim for. Or goal. So Sean, what's the first thing I'm going to set you up with a question. What's the first thing that you have to do when you want to hit a target? Well, the first thing I think of when I have to hit a target is to take aim, whether it's a firearm or bow or something in my life, you know, something, you know, kind of take aim and get ready. You're absolutely right. You do. You have to aim at the target, but there's something you have to do before that. Am I setting you up? It sounds like you're setting me up a little okay. bit. You got to have the target. You got to go put the target out there. You got to oh, okay. put that target out there 40 or 50 yards that you're going to aim that bow and arrow at to hit it, right? Or that, yeah. or, or, or the gun. So maybe if I went, it. if I went to the gun range, I don't just start shooting, but I've got to use that little arm thing that you put the target on and then you, you actually, send it out however far you want. Yeah. So you actually, okay, that's have fair to have, I'll let you have that one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you got to have the target to aim for. So if you don't have the target to aim for in the first place, you're just shooting off into nowhere. That's a really good point. So Speaking of setting those targets, Bob, I know there are many different target and goal setting methodologies. So do you think maybe you could share a little bit on those? Yeah, I want to share 
uh, one that I personally used for many years, and it's proven to be very effective in helping me to hit my goals and targets. And this goal system is called the SMAC method, S-M-A-C. And each one of those, that's kind of, it's an acronym. So each one of those means something. The S and SMAC, that means specific, setting your goals okay. and targets specifically for you personally. Not what someone else wants, but what you want personally. Okay. The M and SMAC means measurable. That, that's where you set those goals that you can measure them along the way as it's going to hit that target. So don't think of it like when you're going to the hunting range or shooting range that you're just going to hit that target immediately. It's, it could take a while. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we've got specific, measurable. The A in SMAC means achievable. Aiming high is good, but it's not not so high that it's impossible to reasonably reach your goal because what you're doing, if you do that, you're setting yourself up for disappointment. So if you just started at the gun range and you say, I want to, I want to be able to shoot this target at a thousand yards, you know, maybe, maybe set your goal a little bit lower because maybe that's not achievable. If you've never done it, just set yeah. it up at 30 yards. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So setting those achievable goals. And the C in SMAC, the last means compatible. In other words, set those goals and targets that are compatible with your values, your beliefs, and that you can physically hit and mentally hit. Yeah. I mean, I physically, I could say, I want to set a goal of running a 100-yard dash in nine seconds. That is an unreasonable goal for me. It's not achievable, not at nearly 60 years old. I'll be 60 yeah. in June. You know, it, it's it's not compatible. Makes sense, yeah. So to set something like that, I'm setting myself up for, for failure. So when I say specific, that means being very specific with your goals over the years and putting them in writing, as we mentioned. The key to this is you got to put them in writing. And I've reached nearly 100% of my goals over time. So instead of having something like, I want to eat healthier. Sure, that that's a goal. But I guess the issue with that is it's not specific. It's pretty vague. I eat healthier. What does that mean? Does that mean eating half as much cake as you normally do? Does that mean going vegan? What does that really mean, right? That wouldn't really fit the smack method by saying, I want to eat healthier. It's like, okay, well, what does that mean? Maybe it means I want to start following the macro diet or the paleo diet. Or maybe that means I'm not going to put sugar in my tea. I'm a Southern born. You know, I love my sweet tea. You you do. You like a little bit of tea with your sugar. So (laughs) (laughs) I love my coconut cake. So by saying that, I'm going to not put sugar in my tea or I'm only going to put one teaspoon instead of three. Yeah. The one defining either no sugar or how much sugar you allow yourself. If normally you do say three spoonfuls and you say, well, I'm only going to do one spoonful when I have that tea, then that makes it something that's not only specific, but it's also measurable. You know, and I've already started doing this one and I actually started doing it a couple of months ago. I'm noticing over time, I'm getting where I can drink that tea without all that sugar in it. But it tastes okay now. But if I'd have gone cold turkey from three teaspoons of sugar and then two and it's down to zero, mm-hmm. I don't think I would have made it, but I've done it gradually. I've done the same thing. I don't drink coffee anymore. I guess so, that would be more of the uh, achievable side of it too. Yes, it would. You know, like so so when someone's trying to eat healthier, 
if you've had a hard time with, I know for me, chips, anything with salt, it's hard for me to resist. I know you love so the salt. <laughs> I shouldn't start with a goal that is, you know, at least maybe for say this year, but I shouldn't have a goal of, I'm not going to eat chips anymore. Well, that's not realistic. And especially I really love in chips. Texas, exactly. Yeah. In, there, we have a few restaurants with chips and salsa and <laughs> yeah. queso. And, yeah. But maybe the goal would be that I, I'm more specific and more measurable on how many servings of chips am I allowing myself per day and per week to make sure that I have kind of like what you're talking about with the sweet tea, that I have a way to slowly be able to scale that back and it it'd be manageable and achievable. Yeah. And when it comes to that salt, I've watched you, you'll take that salt and you'll, you'll, and you're putting that salt on there instead of going four times, do it once (laughs) or do it twice until eventually you'll get where that's an example. Once you get off the salt, you'll taste the salt that's already there on the chips. Sure. We can all have different goals and targets. There's many different areas of our lives. And that's just what I want to encourage all of our podcast listeners is set five or six or seven different goals and targets for yourselves, but make them to you, not to somebody else. And in, and in different areas of your life, which, which kind of goes into this next part, you know, we've talked about a number of things that are, you would consider more physical mm-hmm. with the sweet tea and the chips and eating healthier, but the different goals and targets, you know, they, these can be spiritually related. They of course can be physically related. Like we've already talked about. They could be financially related. Mm-hmm. They can be mentally related. You know, maybe it's the the reading more. You know, you're wanting to read more and improve your memory and your cognition. You have uh, relationally related. So people in your life, your spouse, your friends, your family. You have professionally related. You know, maybe there's something like, I know for myself, I'm trying to pass my CFA exams, which are very difficult. <laughs> but professionally for me, that's one. And then charitably related something with giving back to the community, giving back to your church, giving to ministries. You know, these are all different examples. You know, an example of spiritual goals. This one could be enrolling in a small group Bible study, spending more time alone with God in prayer and meditation, mm-hmm. getting back involved in your local church if you've been at home and not going back at all yet, or even making sure you read the Bible daily and getting involved in your local church. You know, just think about even if you are still a little nervous with whatever's going on with COVID, that doesn't mean that you can't be involved with the church in the small group or in help. Like I've been helping with middle school at my church, even before Jenna and I started going back. Just remember the key is to make it smack. Yeah. You got to make it smack. Exactly. Specific, measurable, measurable, achievable, and compatible. Mm -hmm. Now I'll give you another example. So for physical goals, you want to be healthier. You know, you, you want to work out more. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, Maybe some specific examples would be taking a daily walk or you are going to do some sort of aerobic exercise three to five times a week. You know, whatever it is that you need to start with. Maybe it's weightlifting two to three times a week, you know, some, something like that. Eating healthier meals or even eating less. You know, like you talked about, Bob, I'm going to do one tablespoon instead of three tablespoons of sugar. Right. Uh, another one could be getting in enough shape to jog a 5K. So not only do you have a smack goal of, of trying to get in better shape, but you have something that you can set as a, that specific target is okay. On this date in April or may of this year, there's a 5k in my town. I want to be able to complete that 5k. And so now from here forward, you can set that smack goal and figure out what do you need to do to get there? Cause you don't just do it overnight. 
No, you don't. With, you, with any you, of these at goals. first, you just maybe want to run a quarter of a mile and then a half exactly. mile. Or just start with walking mm-hmm. a quarter of a mile. Yeah. But just again, the key is to keep it smack. Examples of financial goals could be paying off an old debt, building up cash reserves, getting on a daily and monthly budget, and actually sticking to that budget. And you mm-hmm. know, today, there's so many great tools yeah. to help you do that. There's Quicken, and then there's a, what Mint, and a lot yeah. of the credit unions <laughs> and banks, they're all coming out with really good mm-hmm. apps to help you with that for that financial goal. Another good but, one would be actually from Crown. Crown oh, yeah, Financial, Crown they, they have a, a one-pager budget planner. And what's so great about that, especially before you use, say, like a digital tool, is it kind of helps you think about all these different areas that when you think, how much do we spend per month or how much do we need to spend per month? Well, this gives you so many different categories that you may not even think about and go, oh, we, we do spend money on that. And then once you have those goals, then you could use the plethora of tools that are available for free. Their website is crown.org, mm-hmm. by the way. Yeah, if you just look and- up crown.org... I think it's budget worksheet. You should be able to find it. Uh, there's also, of course, Dave Ramsey, who's Absolutely. so w- well known. And I've taught Financial Peace University many times. And you can go into his website, just Google Dave Ramsey, you'll find him. Which uh, is also a good one. Even if you're not in debt, it's still a really good program to go through, you know, especially if you're earlier in your career, your family, you know, maybe you've been doing this for a while. But yeah, it's a great program. You used to have to wait to go to one in a church, and now everything's online too, yeah. so you can do that. Okay. But again, that key, you got to make it smack yeah, <laughs> or smack it. <laughs> yeah. Another area, mental goals. So examples of that could be sharpening your mind through, like we said, reading more. Mm-hmm. Could be challenging yourself with mental and cognition games. Hey, that would be a, a good thing to use your phone for. You're not just on social media, but do something that actually helps you with your memory and cognition. Mm-hmm. Just again, keep it smack. Example we talked about, we said relational goals. Well, this could be where you're spending more quality time with your spouse or kids or grandkids. And let me tell you, I I love this saying, and a lot of our listeners will remember a program called Family Life with Dennis Rainey. And Dennis used to say something. I knew Dennis Rainey. He knew our family real well. And he had a program that was nationwide on Christian Talk Radio. And he, he said, I've never met a man on his deathbed that says, I wish I'd work more. Mm but he wish he'd spent more time. And we're talking quality time, not five minutes also, but just time. Spend time yeah. with those you love. They really want that time with you. I would agree with that. I'm very thankful that I get to work here at our firm as well, because that's something that has been really important to me with our son and now our daughter coming to in March. Yeah. It's just take that time when you have it, because yeah, nobody's going to be on their deathbed saying, I wish I'd worked more at the office, but ugh. Don't miss out on that family time. And we, we mentioned some professional goals, Sean. I know you're getting a special designation. You're actually trying for two, the Chartered Financial Analyst and the Certified Financial Planner. So No, no but, pressure, right? Now that yeah, I've exactly. been that's on, pretty, on air. That's, pretty, that's, that's, that's a pretty hard one, and I know you have a last one here. Yes, sir. The last one is going to be our charitable goals. So, you know, these could be maybe it's working several days a quarter with Habitat for Humanity or going on a mission trip you know, this year just to, to help out, you know, give more time or financial resources. And, you know, you don't have to take a mission trip over to Africa. I mean, not to no. say that you shouldn't, but you don't have to go all the way across the world. You could do some mission work right in your own town. Exactly. There's plenty of it. I tell you, here in New Braunfels, there's a lot of it. Yeah. One of my favorite things for that is I know each year our church is not very old, we're only about three years old, but each year we have joined together for 
putting together meals and working with like food banks and stuff to be able to actually deliver meals to families who are not necessarily not like homeless, but it's just people who are undernourished or as far as like just income that they're not going to have a, a full Thanksgiving meal. And so that's something where we didn't have to go to Africa or Mexico or something like that for it. It's right here in town. What's some other uh, examples of goals we didn't touch on today? I have these uh, for you, Sean. Yeah. Saying. So some other ones, which they kind of still fall underneath the ones we mentioned, but you know, family goals, you know, maybe it might be able to spend more time with my kids, like mm-hmm. specifically, or something else with your family. It could be a special skill you may want to learn. Uh, like we mentioned the plumbing. Again, don't try the electrical unless you're with a trained professional. That's yeah. that's not probably one you want to pick up by yourself. Uh, another one might be a travel goal for the year. Uh, maybe hiking the Appalachian Trail. Kind of like the 5K, but I probably wouldn't say if you've never done a 5K, you should go straight to the Appalachian Trail. But yeah. if you are a more avid hiker, and, and that could be a really cool goal to say, coming up whatever month, I'm going to go hike I, the Appalachian Trail. I put that one in there because that's one my wife keeps mentioning that she wants yeah, to I, do. I, I had a feeling that was very yeah. specific. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> so one of the things I want to mention, getting this down to the very end, is something I do with all of my goals, too, is I have a form, and we'll have a, a copy of this on the website for Christian Financial Perspectives, which, by the way, the website address is christianfinancialpodcast.com. And what I do is this personal goals form, and I'm holding it in my hand. I wish you could see it. Uh, I can verify he has it. It's about three (laughs) inches by five inches. You could just do it on a card if you wanted to. But I write down each one of these like spiritually, physically, financially, relationally, mentally, professionally, and charitably. And I've got all of these written. I've already got my 2022 goals on this three by five card written out. Not just one card, but I make five or six of these cards. Put them all over. I you know, put you've them got all one, one in the bathroom. Them, you've got right? one at your, say, at your desk. You've got one in the car. I put one in my Bible. That's a good one. Um, I have a, another journal that I write in. So I'm looking at this and I'm seeing this every single day. Again, what we mentioned in the beginning, the three out of the 100 people are the only ones that write down their goals. If you listen to this and you're not going to write down your goals, I'm not saying you're wasting your time, but I nearly am. But you're not utilizing it to your full potential. You've got to write these goals yeah. down. Now, now, Bob, since our listeners can't see your card, it looks like from what I'm seeing, you've got two to three, maybe four different goals in each category. I do. I do. Like right. you could see. Now, is, is that because it's the idea that if you have too many oh, overall yeah, in each area that, that you're not going to be able to really keep track of it. Exactly. So yeah. like I've got spiritually read the Bible daily, pray for family and clients, pray for Christian influence in our world. Physically, I've got a aerobic exercise and workout five to six times per week, eat healthier and wise, eat wiser, veggies over chips, uh, mm. fruits over candy. That one hits close to home. <laughs> you know, I've got the weight I want to get down to in my waist actually. And this year I want to try getting those eyes fixed so I don't have to have these glasses anymore. Financially, I've got what I want to do. Relations have a positive attitude towards my wife and travel more with her, be less critical. Uh, Professionally, focus more on the podcast and charitably um, make sure our compassion kids are getting a personal attention and giving that, you know, we sponsor between the the business and our personal sales, 15 kids with Compassion International. And then take several long trips with Rachel and start planning now. We've already started doing that. I got travel is one of them because, you know, Rachel wants to travel as we're getting older, she's like, we need to do it now. 
while we're still healthy. Exactly. Do so, it. Do it while you're still able to walk around. <laughs> it's really interesting, Sean. I wrote this out last week for my 2022 goals, and I've already started making plans. I've already contacted the eye doctor, by the way. Good. And, and there you go. Plans on that. Well, it looks like you actually just got some like clear scotch tape that, or something. Instead of laminate them, I just yeah. got some wide tape and taped over. Right. Yeah. That same effect. Same. It's you don't have to have a laminate machine to you know get a little bit cheap clear scotch tape and put some tape over it and you're done. So let's end today's podcast on this scripture. Sounds good. So this scripture is Philippians 3, 14. I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. I hope you hit all your goals and your targets this year. You got to write them down and submit that before the Lord and say, God, is this something that falls within your will as well? We're going to get to those videos eventually where we're going to be bringing this, but we, we, we will. We're, we're built. I'll tell it, you. It, hey, it is been, on our goals list. It's, it's on our just goals. The, exactly. the actual process is a little more involved than when we first started this journey. And it's kind of nice with the with the podcast. We've got a couple of mics in the in the recorder. And then when, you, when all of a sudden you get into video, there's not just the audio, but there's the lights. There's the sound treatment in the in the room. There's not only the right cameras, but having the lighting and the cameras in the right place. I mean, there's... There's a lot. That's because so. if we're going to do our goal, we're going to do it right. <laughs> we, exactly. That's That was on the goal. We want to do it right. Well, thank you for listening to the first podcast of 2022. Many more to come that are going to be very informative and educational. God bless you all. And uh, remember, you can find this information on ChristianFinancialPodcast.com. Have a happy new year. That's all for now. We invite you to listen to all of our past episodes covering many financial topics from a Christian perspective. To make sure you don't miss any of Bob's upcoming episodes, you can subscribe to Christian Financial Perspectives on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or Amazon Music. To learn more about integrating your faith with your finances, visit ChristianFinancialAdvisors.com or call 830-609-6986. Investment advisory services offered through Christian Investment Advisors, Inc., DBA Christian Financial Advisors, also known as Christian Financial Advisors Management Group, a registered investment advisor. Comments from today's show are for informational purposes only and not to be considered investment advice or recommendations to buy or sell any company that may have been mentioned or discussed. The opinions expressed are solely those of the host, Bob Barber, and his guests. Bob does not provide tax advice and encourages you to seek guidance from a tax professional. While Christian Investment Advisors believes the information to be accurate and reliable, we do not claim or have responsibility for its completeness, accuracy, or reliability.